0: Attacks on tap with David Axelrod, Robert Gibbs and Mike Murphy.
1: Every day is a new reminder of how high the stakes are, of how far the other side will go to try to suppress the turnout, especially here in Philadelphia. President Trump is terrified of what will happen in Pennsylvania. He knows that the people of Pennsylvania get to have their say. If you have your say, he doesn't stand a chance.
2: And I think it's terrible when we can't know the results of an election the night of the election in a modern day age of computer. I think it's a terrible thing. And I happen to think it was a terrible decision for our country made by the Supreme Court. I think it was a terrible decision for our country. And I think it's a very dangerous decision because you're going to have one or two or three states, depending on how it ends up where they're tabulating ballots, and the rest of the world is waiting to find out. And I think there's great danger to it, and I think a lot of fraud and misuse can take place. I think it's a terrible decision by the Supreme Court, a terrible decision. Now, I don't know if that's going to be changed, because we're going to go in the night of, as soon as that election's over, we're going in with our lawyers. Who boy, the lawyers are coming. Yeah, from the Happy Southern election District of New Day. York, too. There are going to
1: be a lot of lawyers. But you're right. There he goes.
2: Uh, Classy to the end. Well, look, I think it's more than lack of class. Let, let's just kind of talk about, and Gibbs is here, too. Uh, let's just talk about what he's saying. What he is saying, and he's been saying it all across Pennsylvania, that uh, if he's winning on election night and these ballots come in that were cast, two and a half million of them, or are, are more by now, uh, from Pennsylvania, uh, re- uh, mail-in ballots, absentee ballots, um, that these ballots, uh, which apparently are coming in heavily Democrat, um, are somehow fraudulent. And yeah, he's no, he's trying to, to disqualify
1: to... the, the whole election, Wisconsin, Michigan, anywhere if it's slow count.
2: And let's let's just make one other point, which is, it was Republican legislatures in these three states that prohibited governors who wanted to begin tabulating these ballots early, like they do in Florida and North Carolina and Ohio and other states, and they were prevented from doing it by Republican legislatures because they are they wanted to set up the scenario that we see uh, now. We see it uh, emerging. So. Uh, just to tie it all together. And I know this is hacks on tap, and I'm like the only hack talking here, which is going to piss everybody off. <laughs> but I just want to set this last thing up. Tonight, uh, Axios reported what I think we've all kind of conjectured about, which is that Trump is saying that he's going to go out. And if he can hang on to Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona, Ohio, that he is going to go out, and he's going to say, I've I've won because Pennsylvania results, Michigan results, Wisconsin results, absent the absentee and right, mail-in ballots probably will show him with a lead in those states. Yeah, uh, he's
1: going to blow a big foghorn election night saying, look, I'm ahead. That's it. You know, freeze the vote. All the other stuff, illegitimate. Hillary Clinton's been printing ballots all week. You know, it's all a fraud, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Mike Murphy voted five times in Cook County, so the the problem is for him that if North Carolina or Florida, which count in real time, or Ohio looks super close and they pop, then a lot of the energy gets out of that mystery vote. The networks also have exit polling of these absentees, and I think they ought to tip their hand a little to demystify them. But he's totally trying to subvert the election. It is unbelievable, and he's been at it for a while.
0: But most importantly, let, let, let's let let's let's talk to our listeners about this step back and tell me if that sounds like a man confident that he's about to win a national <laughs> election. Yeah. Right. I mean, he just, you know, he, he, if we don't win, it's because of X and Y and Z and a and B and C and one and two and three. I mean, this is, you're making a closing argument. You're, you're telling voters why they should be excited about getting out on Tuesday for you and, and it's I feel like I'm it's Warren Zevon, it's Lawyers Guns and Money. I mean, it's just crazy. It it it's it's it is not listeners it's not 2016 that's not the sound of a confident candidate in 2016
2: oh, i see you're trying to keep people from jumping off a tall building <laughs>
1: well we should have done a war of the world's open today where we all talked about surging trump polls and give a few heart attacks out but these people are fragile man these people when that poll came we'll out, get to that we'll get oh, to yeah, that Yeah, we'll get well, to that because that was okay. unbelievable but that's uh, so to
0: your larger point i mean the the look we should also tell listeners this there's nothing mystical in a concession right this isn't boxing okay this isn't throwing in the towel nobody gives a shit if somebody doesn't concede it's a nice thing to do but the th- this election's going to happen the votes are going to get counted and the college the electoral college electors are going to pick the president if if trump doesn't concede for 3000 years nobody gives a shit Right, it's all about counting. The Wait votes. a
2: second, he's going to be here for three thousand years. <laughs> d- now they're really upset. <laughs> Cue the War of the Worlds music. The key is to take the energy out of his
1: bullshit, which means a nice clean loss in an important state on yep. Tuesday night. Because then even his own supporters were smelling his wiggling on the hook, and you know he—he's Donald Trump. He may change it up twenty-four hours later. He may think, "Oh shit, Southern District of New York, I got to make a deal." for my post-president you know, life not to be in in real legal trouble forever. So you could have a totally different beat-dog Trump. But but I do agree with you. I've been listening to a few of his magnificent rallies, and it feels like a goodbye tour to me. It's maudlin. He's bringing Hope Hicks up. Hey, meet her. Here's the bass player. You know, it's like 4 a.m. <laughs> at the casino, and they're shoving him off the stage. I mean, there, there's a, there's a maudlin. They're playing Billy Joe's The Piano Man, the most pathos drenched song in the pop catalog as the opening act of the rallies it's unbelievable so uh,
2: i think they yeah. should you know. be playing dan hicks and his hot licks how can i miss you when you won't go away, go away. Yeah, exactly how about
1: i'm a loser by the beatles
0: there's even Ooh. been some discussion where he said he's not going to stop doing rallies after election day you know well, that that if the vote goes, I mean, if if goes on for a few days he's going to keep going on the grim. tour
2: Listen, I, I agree with all you guys, and I know you're trying to calm everybody down, and, and I think that's a worthy thing to do. You're right. It doesn't matter if anybody concedes. The process will be the process. What does matter is if the president of the United States says, we've got this one, and this is what he's been saying. The only way we can lose is if they steal, with it, is steal it from us. We've got this one. They're going to try and steal it with these late votes that nobody knows where they came from, at, which is bullshit in big uh, democratic and cities pennsylvania yeah yeah and all the pistoleros and crazy people yeah will believe him and yeah. go out there you know the crowd that tried to that was going to kidnap gretchen whitmer and all that stuff these militia types it's dangerous it's dangerous and he does not care
0: no and it, it, you you're absolutely right accent i mean it, look we can we have a little fun with this because it's 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 on the end spectrum of crazy but in reality exactly you're exactly right i mean he's inciting a group to come out and essentially take control and you can imagine You know, as these let's say this goes to a Pennsylvania, Wisconsin and Michigan, this upper Midwest that we've been taught. This is these are the states we've been taught to understand are the election anyway. They're going to count late because, as you said, the Republican legislators wouldn't let them count early. You can imagine the amount of intimidation. You can imagine the circling the the, the county clerk's office. You can imagine Absolutely. what's going to happen in, in these races. And look, that there's there's real fear. I've I've thought about this for a while. There's real concern about what happens. People's lives are at risk. Uh, it's it's deeply disconcerting, and it's it's it, he's inciting that. To in everything he does and says in the last you know seventy two hours of this race,
2: okay now you're bumming me out,
1: but ultimately, the big grind, the reality is the big grind. All right, it takes three days to lose everything. He'll misbehave. I think once the election's over, there might be a little damper because he'll be thinking about saving his skin, but he cannot escape the reality. he He can't bet against the pit boss forever and uh, and they'll get him.
2: All right, Murphy. You're sitting there, the portrait of glacial calm. I am. I am. I know. I'm zenned out, heavily meditated. I, I notice you're in your basement, but anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: next to the gun cabinet. I'm, I'm running <laughs> <Right>. either way. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> let me do my rant then, because I think this is a good... So we're all living this life right now. I mean, you know, normally I'm over on the Republican side, so this is the first time I've been... Renting, Come on in, brother. The water's fine. Yeah, no, I'm over here. I know we got the big Marx rally later. I've been practicing the <laughs> Internationale. But um, it, what's driving me... I, I'm going to have to drop an F-bomb here on our pre-election show. Fucking crazy. Is what a bunch of dem weathers Now that I'm in a foxhole with the Democrats, I would rather have the French Army behind me because they're about <laughs> 10,000 times tougher. My cell phone text has been going off for week, And every time, like, you know, some... Some semi-nitwit in Miami writes an unsourced story declaring that the African-American voters who vote on Election Day, like, haven't shown up early. In other words, normalcy. And all of a sudden, it's all over Twitter, and I'm getting 17 texts. And then there was, I'll let Axe go into this, the never wrong except when it's really fucking wrong seltzer poll, which set up another. Iowa! Oh, my God. Now, somebody said tonight, I think we might lose Texas and broke into tears. I said, don't be greedy. (laughs) You know, it it is unbelievable. And
2: Seltzer sent Democrats to to the Alka-Seltzer is what happened last night. In
1: the Republican Party, when we're running nine points ahead in a national election, like orgies break out and swords are waved and people are happy yeah but this crowd uh and when it's bad news it's office well sorry bub you're over here with us now
2: (laughs) welcome to the revolution
1: (laughs) they ought to get rid of the donkey and do literally a barrel 50 gun barrel of prozac is the new (laughs) the new party symbol because enjoy this
0: thing you're killing trump you're getting rid of him. you're gonna win as i tweeted out later about it you know about 25 minutes later and i texted you as well i mean look we we have a Let's just be clear. Iowa and Wisconsin share a part of a border, okay? I've got two really good pollsters. One who tells me that Biden is up 17 in Wisconsin, and so another that tells me true. Trump's up 7 in Iowa. Now, I'm willing Not to believe true. that 2020 has gone well off the rails, okay? We've got pandemics and an economic collapse and racial riots and murder hornets, but I just can't understand how... There's a 24 point spread in within 50 miles each direction of Dubuque, Iowa. Well, there that, isn't. I they got it crazy. wrong. You know, no, and I, agree. I,
1: I don't agree about the ABC uh, uh post poll being all that great, but it's just it can be wrong. Right. Seltzer was wrong about the caucus too. You know, she's a good pollster of a long history, but that doesn't mean infallible.
2: Well, this poll, just just for our listeners, just because they still may be haunted by this, this poll said that. The last time she polled was in September, two days before the presidential debate. Uh, She said that independents in the state of Iowa were supporting Biden by 12 points. And now, a month later, they're supporting uh, Trump by 13 points. What has happened, uh, uh, you know, including that first presidential debate that would cause a 25-point swing uh, among independent voters? She had... uh, uh, She had him losing, uh, Biden losing by seven points among the general electorate and by less uh, among white voters, meaning that he is losing, you know, to Trump among uh, the uh, non-white portion of the state. I mean, uh, she had uh, these uh, Democratic reps around the state who all have been that these races have been pulled to death. They're all in pretty good shape. Uh, and uh, she had uh, them losing by significant margins. The poll was wrong. It was a bad poll. She's not a bad pollster. The poll was wrong.
1: Yeah, the headline of that poll ought to be Trump surges among voters who hate him. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know you don't see a 25 point swing a martian invasion only gets you an 18 point swing the truth
2: is he didn't gain any he was at 47 in uh september and he was at 47 in october she's claiming that biden lost six points in the last uh and you know by the way but he's the one biden's the one who's been heavily advertising in the state so anyway let's park it point is that People are fragile right now. They're (laughs) fragile. And what they want to know is what to expect Tuesday night. Is this
0: the point where we should give out Murphy's cell phone number for texting people that are nervous? What
2: they want to do,
1: do, (laughs) as I continue this rant, is they want to know now. They want, yeah. the, they want the blankie. They want to make the election go away. It doesn't work that way. You count the votes, somebody wins. Unless polling science is complete bullshit, which it's never been, even in 2016, it's really, really bad for Trump. Yeah. And the biggest missed business opportunity of this year that I now realize, and we ought to do <sighs> Hacks 538 next time. <sighs> Is they ought to charge a hundred bucks in the last 10 days of election to be able to get access to those two sites because they're like crack. And people, oh, the Trafalgar poll, the, the Admiral Nelson poll, the Susquehanna, <laughs> you know, and people just, you know, I have a friend yeah, in Hollywood, right? a good guy. He gets up at three in the morning to check the damn thing every day.
2: We need hacks on the couch. That's what we need. We could, <laughs> yeah, you we, want to talk about we a we money do. maker? We could do uh, therapy <laughs> every week.
1: Yeah, exactly. Put your feet up and tell me how the Democrats are going to lose, pal.
0: Judge <laughs> by the hour. Look, yeah. I, I think it's important to tell listeners in any campaign, any campaign that we've worked on, you don't poll in the weekend. You don't poll right, exactly. on Sunday. That's the other thing. You poll. The last poll is probably finished. That means out of the field. Yeah you started it monday or tuesday you're out of the field on 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 thursday, thursday morning that's because it. Yeah. because a any poll a real poll is in order to make two decisions message and and money where are you going to spend what are you going to run right and meaning what what ads are you going to run nobody's polling on friday saturday or sunday unless they just have way too much money and they as you said they kind of want to peek around the curtain and say like just tell me who's going to win i can't really wait until tuesday
1: right exactly and and then they get jerked around by the god of polling who is very mean on the i did it once in 94 doing a challenger senate race we were coming up fast really felt good a little extra money came in friday we couldn't buy any more media so i said what the hell we did a weekend poll showed us down 11 we won the race And everybody had a nervous breakdown. You just got to get off the crack, man.
2: Yeah. Okay, then let's take a break right here, and we'll be right back. You know, Gibbs, every once in a while uh, on Twitter, people will write in and say, Axe, you make me nauseous. But nausea is nothing to joke about.
0: It's like getting stuck in the back of a car, and you're kind of a little bit hemmed in, and you just you get that feeling, and it starts in your stomach. It's not. Yeah,
2: a good one. and 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 like you're on your way to something good, a a celebration or party or something, and now you're nauseous and you can't get rid of it. Except there is an answer now, and it's called Relief Band. Tell us about Relief Band.
0: Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti nausea wristband that has been clinically proven. To quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more.
2: The product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all natural relief with zero side effects. Zero. For as long as needed. The technology was originally developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients, but now through Relief Band, it's available to all of us. Here's how it works with Relief Band it stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels
0: to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. Relief Band is the only over-the-counter wearable device that has been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. If you know somebody who deals with nausea, Relief Band makes a great gift.
2: I'm telling you, Relief Band works. We know from our own experience, we sent one to our engineer who often gets nauseous during our shows, and he reports 100% cure.
0: Don't fall for those cheap bands you see in drugstores or on your Instagram feed. All right. right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for our Hacks listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code HACKS, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee.
2: So head to R E L I E F B A N D. Dot com and use our promo code Hacks for twenty percent off plus free shipping. So Murphy, you can put everybody everybody's minds at ease. You're 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 the mastermind of Arvat, which is not a recreational vehicle but an actual political organization. <laughs> You've made that joke twice. I'm telling you. Oh, it's pretty like good, All though. of a sudden, now we're going to penalize people for repeating jokes? No, no. we just <laughs>
1: got to sharpen that up. It needs a K-word or something. It's just, anyway.
2: yeah. I think
0: X just called a technical foul on you. You've repeated the Cook <laughs> County yeah. joke oh, like every Chicago episode. Of the, yeah.
2: the,
1: I beat that joke so dead it's voting in Chicago. <laughs>
2: there
1: you go. How's okay. that for a callback?
2: Uh, so, Florida. You've been working it. You've been working it. You've been working it everything says it's close it's very very close um i heard about a uh, a last poll tonight of a from a reputable pollster whose name i won't mention but who both of you know uh had it at a point plus 1 for biden that he had added up two he had added up three plus 1 um what say you i say joe biden's going to win florida
1: Now, Florida's always tight. It was 74,000 votes for Barack Obama when he beat Romney. It was 114 for Trump. This year, the turnout's going to be a little bigger. Bigger turnout is generally net better for Democrats because the marginal voters tend to be younger and more D. The demographics of Florida have gotten worse for Trump. And I've seen like 11 polls from plus seven down to, except for the ABC poll, everything else plus one. Never seen a credible plus Trump poll. And all, all our stuff, and we've, we've done a lot, looks very good. Also, just generally, and this is something old guys like us remember, when you got these tight races, I've, I've been to this movie in midterm Senate elections, oh, it's 48, 47, but I think when we look at the undecided, they're 4% more white. So, And then something's happened nationally, which is an eight-point fucking race. Everything goes the way of the leader in the big national vote. So I think I think Biden is going to win between ninety and one hundred eighty thousand margin.
0: So the, if that's true, Murphy, what time does this whole thing get called?
1: Fast, unless we have Florida man somehow choose through the power to the big computer, you're going to start seeing plays like here's what to watch. Look at Duval, Jacksonville. Uh, Trump won it, but narrowly underperformed Romney. Possible he could lose or tie this time. He could be a little behind. Then Pinellas, the classic Pinellas, Florida yeah. Switch County, he mm-hmm. turned it around. Obama had won it by a couple, Trump by one or by like seven. So you got to watch that. And then there's Hernando County, which is like next to Golf Cart Parade Sumter, the villages, super Republican county that Trump got like a massive lead in, much higher than Mitt. See if he can repeat that again or he's back down to regular Republican 20 points. And then, then Miami-Dade will come in late. And that's where, does he break a 20-point margin there to get a little closer to Hillary in the mid-20s? Or is all the Miami trouble, which I don't think is true, real, and he's down at like a 17 or 18% margin? Uh, and, and all the data shows what's really important for Joe's to do well in the Orlando media market, and it, it all looks pretty good. So uh, I won't bet my life, but I am, I'm pretty confident that Florida will pop between 10 and 11 p.m., uh, except maybe for if there's a county having trouble in the panhandle. Well, that's a small vote, and it's all Republican, so you just see if he underperforms a little there. And then a lot of the energy could go out of this crazy shit. There's also North Carolina hanging out on election night, which looks pretty good for Biden. Yeah, so those are the two, and then Ohio. Gibbs, you went to school there. What do you say?
0: Well, look, I think in some ways you know, you want to talk about the fact that North Carolina could be harder than Florida. Uh, it has been in the past, and certainly it was for for us in 08 and '12. I just think the states changed a bit. Um, I'm, I'm haunted a little bit by Democrats have a pretty good year in in 2018 and still can't win a Senate race or the governor's race in in Florida. I think I think Democrats. The good news is I, I think Democrats win one of these two states, and, and I'm going to lean. And, and and to be clear, I. I Murphy, you're way closer to this than I am, but I, I'm going to give I, I'm going to bet on uh, North Carolina coming in and being the the state rather than Florida in this case that that wins it. I, I've got a sleeper in all these early states, but I, I think of those two, I, I think I think Biden wins one, but quite frankly, one is more than enough.
1: All right, well let's let's nail everybody down here because this isn't dodge the tap. So you're thinking Florida probably not,
2: North Carolina probably yes.
0: That's where I am.
2: Okay. A few things about about Florida. Uh, one is in this New York Times Siena poll that had, uh, uh, I think they had him up three Biden. There, uh, one, a couple of interesting points: senior citizens uh, up seven. Uh, he, he's up two Biden. Uh, Trump won by seventeen last time right, among right. among seniors. Uh, among white voters, Trump's up fourteen, but he won them by thirty-two. Uh, Last time. These are bad numbers. Uh, I mean, these are these should be concerning numbers. Another point. Uh, I've been watching this for months and I think I've talked about it here. Uh, What are the voters who didn't vote? Watch the voters who didn't vote in 2016. The Trump people say they're going to bring a, you know, a sea of new voters to the polls. Uh, Well, that may be, but that hasn't been reflected in the early vote where those votes have been breaking, uh, the new voters have been breaking D. Uh, yeah, and then in this New York Times poll of these four uh, battleground states today, in Wisconsin, voters who did not cast a ballot in 2016 favor Mr. Biden by 19 points. Yeah, and that's
1: normal. You know, it's the younger and more of color and all kinds of stuff you Flora, don't get in the fl-
2: Florida, 17 points. Uh, Pennsylvania, 12 points. And Arizona, <clears throat> 7 points. My point is, the theory, the Republican theory, is that they're going to bring out all these new voters. The evidence is not really here. I mean, it, it will, you know, we'll finally have a day of reckoning on Tuesday to see if there's this cascade of non 2016 voters. Uh, but uh, you know, I, there, this, it feels like more myth than uh, it feels like more myth than reality.
1: So. Well, it's also we all know how hard it is. It's very hard to get a fifty-year-old pissed-off guy who's never registered, you know, pull him right. out of the swamp and sign it up than an eighteen-year-old
2: kid. Like in Pennsylvania, I don't think he can register. No, so, he can't. I mean, right. you know, it's they got to work with what they got. And by the way, in in that state, in these in this uh, poll, significant slippage among uh, non-college uh, white voters. He he won them seventy-five twenty-four last time. He's winning fifty-six. 56- Thirty-nine. Now I know you know people will listen to and say, "Ah, the polls were wrong before," but all this shit means something. Yeah, it means a lot. So, all right, you're on. You're on the high, the hacks hot seat,
1: axe. What's your no, best guess? I want guess to keep on? making.
2: I want to keep making observations, so I don't have to make <laughs> any predictions.
1: <sighs> oh no, 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 no. We provide the value here. We
0: can be wrong. You can't lead with that and not pick Florida I know, for Christ's sake. Dodge on tap.
2: I think that well. I think that he of uh, Florida, Georgia and North Carolina. He will win one of those states. No, 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 no. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. No, no, no. I you. I said no Florida, yes North Carolina. So what is your Florida bet and what is your North Carolina bet? We'll get to Georgia in a minute. And we'll do Georgia next, we'll do Georgia and uh a few more. Come on, you can't that that freaking wind up and you're going to like you're and you're like you're afraid to get in the batter's box here? All right. I think he's going to win. I think he's
2: going to win them both. Oh well, there you go. Me too.
1: Me too. There you All go. Right. There you we're, go. We're gonna sink or swim together, pal. Bipartisan tomfoolery.
2: But I want to. I want to throw Georgia in. As long as we're like, yeah. you know, now I've, I'm a couple of beers into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? Let's throw Georgia in too. Take it to Georgia now. One thing before we get
0: there, because I, I think you bring out an important point, Acts about these non-participants in 2016. And I know you and I talked about this over the course of the week, but I I think we've been taught this that there's this mythical kind of shy Trump voter out there. This like, I don't want yeah. to say I'm for Trump because because, well, there's this stigma that goes along with that. In reality, I think what these polls are showing and I think kind of what makes a lot of sense is in reality, in a Pennsylvania, in a Florida, in a North Carolina, in a lot of these states, it's likely a shy Biden voter that yeah. doesn't want to particularly women the, right yeah. that doesn't want to be intimidated that doesn't want we saw we everybody's seen this like you know the 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 trucks that surrounded the bus in texas and you've seen these things where you can imagine that if somebody puts a biden sign in their their yard that you know that the neighborhood watch gets together and discusses like how to deal with that and so i think i, I think we've been sold this bill of goods around this idea of a shy Trump voter. And in reality, and, and Mark Bearback wrote about this and others yes. have written about this at the market at the, at the LA Times, there's this shy Biden voter that is that is scared about the intimidation and that, you know, I read somewhere today a story where a reporter was literally talking to a woman waiting in line and, and she would only whisper it to the reporter who she was voting for for fear that people around her would
2: hear that she in a pretty Trump, Place was going to vote for Biden. Apparently, they don't, they don't, she thinks they don't read. So they won't. Oh, I think she, I hope, I think the reporter protected her name. (laughs) But yes,
1: (laughs) I got in a lot of trouble. I did that thing following an ex's footsteps. Wait, wait, don't tell me. And I made a a joke about Trump speaks moron really, really well. And I got a hot email from somebody. How dare you? You're attacking us. I want to correct it. Trump speaks moron really, really good. All right, let's take a minute to hear from one of our esteemed sponsors.
2: So Georgia, All right. There so, you go. George, so So I threw in Georgia and the other one, you know, I feel I spent a lot of time in Arizona. I felt for the longest time that. Uh, Biden would win Arizona. And I still believe that Biden's going to win Arizona. I don't think it's going to be by a huge margin. But, you know, in the poll that the Times put out today, which had him up, uh, he was carrying Maricopa County by six points. Trump won it by three last time. That's 60 percent of the state around Phoenix. It's mostly a suburb uh, where Trump Trump is not uh, thriving, uh, to say the least and uh, the hispanic uh, vote there was seemed to be holding up i think he's going to win that too I, you know i'm the, the the ones that are in the next tier that are titillating everyone there is an incredible enthusiasm about texas because of this incredible wait, wait, early vote you're blowing through everything hold on go, go slow there is a credible excitement about Texas. Did yes. you do, did you,
0: did, so did you say, what did you pick? We'll have
2: Axel polish off another bottle of wine. We
0: right, I was going to say, like, we're like, we're now into North Dakota. Like, hold on, like, pace yourself here, brother. Arizona Biden, what do you think, Gibbso? I think Arizona Biden, and I think, I think in some ways, Arizona probably hasn't gotten as much publicity as it should have. I, I think this, it, If a bunch of these states in the South normally that voted for Republicans stay true to form and vote Republican, right, in Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, Texas, you know, in reality, this whole thing comes down to Arizona and Pennsylvania in some ways. And I I think in in some ways Arizona just hasn't gotten – you know it's due, but I, I think I think Biden wins in Arizona. I think Mark Kelly's running a really strong Senate campaign there, and I think that lifts. As we talked about Maricopa County, it, it's the whole ball of wax. Yeah, now yeah, a Democrat hadn't won there in a really long time, but I think uh, I think Arizona goes.
1: I think help with the uh, ghost of John McCain. Arizona goes. Now I'm I am l- about Georgia like you're about Florida. I've got the Republican. The Florida yeah. Democrats have been beat so many times that you get, you know, it's just, I'm the same way about Georgia. I used to work there a lot, been a while. Uh, I don't know. I have a hinkier feeling about that. So, uh, what the hell, Georgia, I'll go with you
2: guys, Biden <laughs> okay. case. but I'm a little nervous about Georgia. If I had known we were going to have to do this, I never would have been on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we finally caught the
0: elusive fish here. I think Georgia, I agree with you, Murphy, that there's reason to be nervous because, Georgia's Georgia, and, and it hasn't been a, a blue state in a presidential race since 1992. But I think if you look at the difference between sort of where Hillary was in 2016 and where yeah, and Stacey Abrams was in 2018, I mean, you, you've got people setting up presidential events in Newt Gingrich's former congressional district. That place mm-hmm. has changed in a way that is fundamental to the electoral map. It's better for Democrats, I've said this before, than Iowa and uh, and Ohio. And I think we're going to, I, I'll say this toward the end of this, but I think you're going to look at a new blue South coming out of this race.
2: Yeah, well, I think this is a big deal. I mean, we, we, we should save that for the end because whatever yeah. happens, because we haven't talked yet about Texas, whatever happens in Texas, and I'm telling you, man, I've gotten so many uh, calls from people I respect who said, you know, it sounds crazy, but I think that Texas could happen. And you look at this explosion. Yeah. of early mm-hmm. vote in the metropolitan areas there harris county and uh you know the other metropolitan areas and it is really something to behold and um and like georgia the metros are taking over the state and
1: that's yeah. good for the Ds, particularly when trump is going to stretch that rubber band um you know pretty far so i don't know i hate to say it I don't know. I don't wanna sound like the, the, the mom of tennis red tennis shoes or ever you know, the great democratic hope of Texas, but if it's ever
2: gonna happen, this is it. So are you said a yes you're throwing Texas in as well? Ah uh, boy, I wanna say no on one of Oh I'm going to now say, who's squishy. Yeah, yeah, no, no.
1: I'm pulling an Axle rod here. I'm sliding under a closed door trying to get away. Uh yeah, um I don't know, Christ. I, I'm gonna say no on Texas. All
2: right.
1: I'm gonna say doesn't quite make it.
0: I'm going to say no on Texas.
1: Did you work
2: down there? I did. Yeah. I, I, I. Yeah, it was a long time uh, yes, ago. Yes, in
0: 2018, uh, tw- in two- 18 years ago, in 2002, I rushed down there to turn Texas blue, and it uh, uh, it decidedly, it Listen, decidedly it started, did, did it not to start go blue. Somewhere. Right. I was going to say uh, no. Look, if I was uh, 20 years younger in politics, I'd probably move to Texas and and help it turn blue. But I I, I think and look, you know. Beto came out of those big metro areas with about a six hundred thousand vote lead, and lost by two and a half points. I think those metros could be plus Biden by a million right now. Uh, I still think the rurals show up in a pretty big way. I think this is closer than Beto, but I still don't think Democrats win the state. I think it is, but I think it is legitimately purple, and I think, um, I think it's a fundamentally changed look. Uh, post this race
2: yeah well i'll tell you what polling private polling down there is you know like a whisker you know right it's it like it'll be
0: real i think it'll be super close are you in you are know, you texas it's
1: 1980, blue a big national vote it's the kind of thing that oh shit pops so it could really happen but on on the margins i'm no what about you, Axe?
2: yeah i agree with you guys i i hate to say it and i and I, and that's one i hope i'm wrong about because it would be astonishing uh and and, you know but either way uh and this goes to the point robert was making these states are changing these you know you've got uh you know these 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 suburbs around uh these cities have gone like in in just a matter of a couple of cycles you know mitt romney was carrying these suburb suburban districts by 32 points uh and now they're going blue uh, and so you know, the combination of that. Everybody always said, "Well, when the Hispanic vote, uh, you know, picks up, when the Hispanic vote becomes more active, and that that is certainly part of this." But uh, no, you know, I don't think anybody anticipated how quickly these suburban areas would turn. Yeah, and I yeah. think Trump no, has I helped agree. in that project.
1: Oh, he's been the magic sauce that you know turned them uh, on. But the- you
2: know, you go to you look at Arizona, where a mil- you know million people have moved in. Uh, younger uh, people into the into the uh, and and North Carolina and Georgia suburbs around Atlanta. This is the new frontier for for Democrats and and Murphy Republicans are going to have to adjust their thinking here if they're going to be competitive in these states. Well,
1: we need a complete rebuild, which we'll be milking to death on this podcast post-election. I'm going to go. I didn't walk the plank on Texas, but I'm going to walk the plank on Ohio. I knew you would. I think Biden's – I've seen a lot of private Republican data with Biden ahead. Joe has had a special sauce in the Midwest.
2: Going to Cleveland tomorrow, by the way.
1: Yeah. Yep. Late ad. Yep. yep. Uh, and Bloomberg's put a little money in there. Trump's too and broke, Texas, too. He's yeah. making his last yeah. stand in Florida. I'm just saying, if you're minus 7 or 8 in Michigan and you're tied ish in, in uh, wow. Iowa, you're, you are in the hunt in Ohio. And the Republican pollster, who I trust, says, look – African Americans are energized and hate him. Almost all women hate him, and the suburbs are uh, against him. And I'm just saying there's just not enough. Ohio's like everywhere else; it's become more suburbanized. So I'm walking a plank on this one, taking a risk. But <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm calling Ohio that a boy. Now, you guys, are you going to join me in this brave, mad charge? Or yeah, I see Gibbs shaking his head.
0: No, I, I, look, I I agree with one of your earlier points that I want to just bring forward, which is. I do think we could wake up wake up on Wednesday or, or quite frankly just be awake Wednesday. And you look at a map and you go, Wow. And the 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 the, the tide just lifts mm-hmm. boats that you never expected to come in, right? And that could be a Texas, and then it could be an Ohio. I And the Senate too. Right. I just I get um I, I think both Ohio and Iowa are just farther out of the I just don't think there are um I just don't think the right demographics there for Democrats. So I'm going to go uh, no on. uh, I'm going to go no. I'm going to go Trump on Ohio.
2: All right. Defeat us. But I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then let's take a break right here and we'll be right back. Talked to a uh, prominent Democrat in uh, Ohio the other day, who said, first time he's from from uh, an area that uh, is a working class area. Trump has some hooks into it. First first time he said that Republicans were asking for Democrat signs. They were asking for Biden signs. Uh, the second thing he said was the uh, UAW." Uh, told them that their Ohio workers had 67% were supporting Biden that number was 45% for Hillary yep and so you know those are signs that said
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh you're you are you're, you're you're on the titanic you're putting on that the dress said, grabbing
2: the life raft sneaking off drum roll please I, because i just don't want to get carried away by Irrational exuberance. I mean, you mean by look, your introduction Texas, to the state? Te- Texas is every single th- thing we're talking about here, every single one we're talking about are, are very marginal races. And uh, it could be that Biden has a, you know, that this country is it's a big caveat is here. wound up to yeah. to uh, give a um, <laughs> I'm going to
1: go get a drink while you wait. <laughs> <laughs> you got to land the plane, pal.
2: Ohio. No, <laughs> just say Ohio. No, for Christ's sake. No, I'm going I'm I'm going against you on this, Murphy. I'm saying no.
1: All right. No, no, Ohio. All right. And Iowa. I think Trump holds Iowa. Yeah, I, so I won't give
2: him. I think narrowly, but he will. Yeah, hold oh, it.
1: of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So just just since we all agreed so quickly on that, which is bad for podcasting, what do we? Did, how does that affect the Senate race? Well, I think if it's close, you think it's close? <laughs> I mean, if it's,
2: no, no, if it's just very there aren't any
1: cl- African Americans. That's that's the little problem there, and so yeah. that's a little Democratic help that they could use. And the or I, excuse me, the Iowa demography isn't quite as good. And mm-hmm. Joni, I hear it's all like tied, yeah. which if with what's going on nationally would worry me if I were the Ernst people. Yeah, I mean, I That's think that
2: if, if if it is within a few points in the presidential race, she she could lose. She will lose. We should just quickly go over the and and well, we haven't talked about the big three: Wisconsin, Michigan. I we were feel, saving that. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what? We only have an hour, man. Fork, fork, fork! Trump's going to lose all three. This is not like a. Gone with the wind. I mean we had Wisconsin, Michigan. So then it comes down to Pennsylvania. Everybody I talk to who I trust
0: So we're all it, Wisconsin, it, Michigan is is D, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Done.
2: And, and Murphy I, I I'm only a part time resident of Michigan. Murphy is a native of the state. Murphy is a Michigan. Well, expert. your
1: secret layer there in West Michigan, which benefits from good Republican governance, I think. <laughs> Biden is going to carry that CD. Do you? And I wow. might have seen some polling in that CD,
0: too. Oh. Yeah, Very close. Insider trading right there, boys and girls. Yep.
1: West Michigan. It's like cats chasing dogs. You know, it, that's a big deal. And our yeah. fun, friend, the fighting congressman there, is having the race of his life against a not great
2: opponent. Fred Upton. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania, I have to tell you that, you know, looking at this, first of all, Everyone I talk to there who I trust says this thing has been the structure. Of this thing has not changed. And the structure favors Biden, that he's running, you know, six, six or, or six to ten points ahead of Hillary in, uh, you know, all over the state. Uh, and that, uh, you know, they 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 are confident uh, about Pennsylvania. The suburbs are strong for Biden. He's cutting into you know, some of that working class white vote I mentioned before. I think that his, you know, the white vote is much closer than it was in the last race, according to the polling. Um, I, I think that he I think that he will win Pennsylvania. The, the thing is that it is going to be messy because Barry. of the way that yep. Trump has stirred the pot. Very. Very.
1: Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I hold a great credential, one of the highest levels of Pennsylvania politics you can achieve. I had a candidate for statewide office who later went to federal prison. Very good guy. I, I You know, it's funny. I was talking to Santorum. We did a speech together. And, you know, Rick was doing the Trump stuff. But Rick's a very shrewd Pennsylvania guy. He carried that place twice. And I said, so how does it go wrong? And he says, well, you know, Philly kills Trump. The suburbs, Bucks and Montgomery kill Trump. The rural is pretty good, but Trump doesn't get the super performance out of the West like last time, that's which is really, says, really yeah. high. And that's dead on right. And I don't think he will get the super performance out of the West. The same disease in Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin. So I think it'll take forever to count. It's going to be messy. It's going to be the Florida. But uh,
2: Joe Biden's going to win it. Well, just, uh, just, just, just on this point on this poll, Gibbs, from uh, today, the Pennsylvania poll from the Times, uh, which had him up six, Biden up six. Allegheny County, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and surrounding areas. Uh, Hillary uh, won it by 14 points. Biden in this poll is leading by 26.
0: Yeah, there you go. The point that I was going to make is, you know, where did, Murphy, you know this. Well, you both know this. Where did Hillary and her campaign? Where's the last stop? Philadelphia. Philly. Where's yeah. Biden's last stop? Southwest Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. He's going to
0: the other end of the state, to, to Murphy's point, right? So yeah, yeah, Kamala's right, going to go to Philly, right? But but his idea is like, let's pull some of those last white working class voters out and, uh, right, right, right. and stick it. So I'm with you guys on Pennsylvania, too. So I'm at like 321 electoral votes.
2: No, you're not. Oh, because you didn't wait. Did you say Georgia? No, I have Georgia. Yes. Come on, brother. Yeah, but I mean, I'm trying to think of where we diverged. Gibbs and I diverged on Florida. No, I diverged. I didn't pick Ohio. You've got
0: Florida and North Carolina. I just have. Uh, I just have North Carolina. I oh, don't have Florida. You,
2: you, you didn't pick Georgia.
0: Gibbs, you,
1: were you on Georgia? I'm saying yes on Georgia.
0: I'm yes on Georgia. Biden narrowly. on Georgia.
2: So what are we, Where? Where? Where did you get? I got three forty-two. Florida. Oh, I see. You're saying no on Florida. I got no, no. on Florida. Okay. All right. I
0: got right. N- no on Texas, Ohio and, and and Iowa, but I have Georgia Biden, North Carolina Biden, Arizona Biden.
1: All right, let's take a minute to hear from one of our esteemed sponsors. Quickly, for bonus points, the CDs. I think Maine, uh, Biden carries, you know, the both of them. And I think in Nebraska, Biden cracks the second.
2: Yeah, I agree on CD. Nebraska. Not sure on the northern district in Maine. I saw
1: private polling statewide, minus 15 for Trump. Okay then I'm saying
2: the northern district <laughs> yeah, in Maine. Yeah. I'm you know if I got the cheat you guys ought to have it too. Well this is like yeah. the, the want to be a millionaire show you're my freaking lifeline here. Could be wrong it's a it's a internal. If that's the yeah. case
0: then it's 322. I have 321 which is Omaha but uh, the Omaha district but not the other district in Maine. For the tie the Guam territory non-binding <laughs> but Look I'm ha- look just to be clear I'd be more than happy to be wrong to both of you about Florida because uh, that means at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, like yeah, that's
1: it. That's the scenario that
0: the National Guard can take care of the
2: militia.
1: That or North Carolina, but Florida will be such a bomb that'll that'll.
2: Do. I'm not even sure about Florida, but I got bullied into it by uh, Murphy. <laughs> Again, so, this is the Republican way. Charge with a yell of glee, right? I have he, my doubts, but if Mike Murphy yeah. is working there, if Mike Mike fucking Murphy, uh the king of florida as he said he doesn't want the french army with him in the foxhole
0: i have never lost a statewide there never ever ever but uh
2: (laughs) that's it i know i'm putting my chips on you brother
1: oh my god the shit i'm gonna take if it doesn't happen because some goddamn cuban guys go crazy in miami and it's a little under in
0: dade
1: please stay tuned
0: to the end of this podcast where we will give out mike murphy's cell phone number and you can text (laughs) him directly
1: I will say my my dear friend and uh, experienced uh, Florida Paul Alex Castellano's predicts that Trump will carry
2: Florida so there oh, you go that's right.
1: a contrarian view from somebody who knows the state well
2: here's a bulletin and it leads into the next point and then we got to do some mail and other business the White House announced that uh, or a federal law enforcement source told NBC that beginning tomorrow Cruz will build a non-scalable fence to secure the White House complex Ellipse and Lafayette Square and 2,500 national Guardsmen have put on, uh, been put on standby. I, I, I'm told the Governor of Wisconsin has had to call a, is, is relying on the National Guard to keep polling places uh, secure. We've seen some of the antics around the country. Um, you know, this is one of the imponderables in this election. And this is one of the things that concerns people, but this is an environment we're not used to in this country. And it is, no, it's one of the great
1: poison legacies of Donald J. Trump. Here we yeah, are. I think
0: the saddest pictures in this election are, if you've seen them of businesses boarding up yep, in Washington yep. for an election. I mean, th- this is, it's, it's truly it's grim. Well, in, in most t-
2: cities, you're seeing it. You're, it's you're just truly, it in New York and,
0: it's just truly sad. Um, to uh, to to watch what's happening and 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 the idea that that after four years I mean the trust in our institutions has withered in a in a remarkable way but that we as the beacons of representative democracy don't trust our elections is truly staggering and and, and is As Zach said, I don't want to go all League of Women Voters on you, but like it's going to take a long time to fix the norms that have been broken in this for you.
2: But let us also say it's probably it is probably going to be the the highest turnout percentage wise, certainly in 60 years, maybe in a century, 160 million maybe Americans will vote. Uh, That is extraordinary, too. And there is a beauty to that, that even under difficult circumstances, even whole having to wait nine hours to vote americans are determined to vote because they believe it matters and i think that's you know we shouldn't we should man we should yeah, no uh, i think they're going to
1: cough them up like a big orange hairball in the greatest turnout we've ever seen in a presidential election and that that is a good thing and all the damage that's been done with leadership from both parties can be undone yeah you know it's still a great country
2: Mike Murphy Jennifer asks, what happens with ARVAT, the Lincoln Project, and similar organizations if Biden wins? Will there still be organized action from these groups to promote unity and bipartisanship, or will you go back into your caves? Oh no, I added, I added that last thing. That was Well,
1: nice. I think I think the the Lincoln Project guys are putting an ice show together. Um, <laughs> we're, we're get to see Steve Schmidt and Tights. I have no idea. They're do something um
0: unsubscribe.
1: Uh, in in our VAT world, we we're going to we're going we're gonna to take a little rest from it uh and think about the future. We're going to be active in, in there's going to be a huge debate of modernizing conservatism and I think those of us at Arvant myself Crystal um, Tim Miller, and of course, Sarah Longwell and others. Um, we'll we're, we're be active in that. I don't know about vehicles and all that. I would tell people to check out The Bulwark, which is a great um, website with a lot of content and material that we all create and, and many good people. Charlie Sykes drives that and Jonathan Last, and it, it's a great headquarters for sane conservatism.
2: Gibbs, because you are a veteran of Texas, let me ask you uh, <laughs> what uh, Kevin uh, asks. On Tuesday night, what should I be looking for if Texas is going to go blue? Are there particular counties I should be watching? My assumption would be to look at the vote in Tarrant, Dallas, and Harris counties. Any other advice?
0: Yeah, look, I think if, you, if you're if you going to see Texas go blue, you're going to see huge margins in the counties that surround the big cities, right? Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston, which is Harris County, and seen a huge turnout, San Antonio, Austin. Um, those are going to be the big ones. Now, there's like 254 counties in Texas, so there's going to be these pockets of blue and these huge oceans of red. And the question is, can that rural vote make up for what you see in the urbanization? I think what will be interesting to also watch are the valley, the Rio Valley counties, Rio Grande Valley counties. You're going to see them along the sort of Texas-Mexico border, uh, McAllen, and really from Mm -hmm. El Paso to the bottom there. Watch those counties because... question is turnout right there. Right, the 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 yeah. vote hasn't turned out early. Um, again, not necessarily different than type. The challenge, I think, w- w- hasn't been discussed as much. Is there's a huge COVID outbreak going on there, uh, and and it may just be that those votes never come in because folks are just decimated by the virus. But the question in Texas is, can the rural counties make up for the bluer urban counties? Uh, that probably send Biden into uh, a, an early lead. The other thing is, I, I would just
1: chip in, keep an eye on East Texas and see if Trump gets a little trim there from last time. Good Down point. Down a little bit, doesn't overperform.
0: Former b- former yellow dog Democrat territory. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, David, this one is comes from Alex. What do we know about digital advertising? Commentary after 2016 gave a lot of credit to the Trump campaign's micro-targeted online advertising, most obviously through social media. Do we have stats on this? Have Dems
2: closed the capability gap uh, around micro-targeting? Well, first of all, yeah, I'm sure there are some stats on that. I don't have them as we sit here tonight, but I think two things are true. One is I think the one thing that the Trump campaign probably did well was micro-targeting uh, anti-Biden messages to um, Black and Hispanic voters, and I think that's one of the things that Dems are – combating now in terms of turnout, particularly young black men. And um, so, uh, you know, but the other thing that we've been told is they've used all their digital wizardry to speak to these non-participating, uh, non-college white men who are all going to come out and, on Tuesday and change the architecture of this race. Uh, and so we'll, we'll know that in about 48 hours. By the time you hear this, 24, uh, perhaps 24 hours. I do want to take this in a different direction, though, um, and give a little shout-out to Mike Donnellan who's uh, a partner in my old yeah, well-deserved. Uh, media firm, who was on our media team in 2008 uh, and 2012 uh, and been with the vice president for decades. Uh, he was the strategic uh, mastermind behind their media strategy uh, from the very beginning, and uh, I think and Mike, you can chime in on this. You're as much an expert on this as I am, but I think their media their media has been really, really good in the general election. And yeah, I
1: agree. I think they've benefited from message discipline from, from you know, uh, bow to stern in this thing. Yeah. All the pieces have fit together. Right. And they, they, they were a little bit enforced by external events, but they've had money discipline. So when it counted, there's never been a day since the convention where they didn't beat Trump on TV. And yeah. That, that, you know, when you have better TV and more of it, that is a deadly effective combination, and they get a lot of credit.
2: And you're so right. I mean, he started with The Soul of America. That was the first ad he did around Charlottesville. About Charlottesville, and uh, that strain of healing a divided country has been such a undercurrent of this whole campaign. Obviously, he couldn't have foreseen the virus coming, and the virus has had a profound effect on the election. But the basic fundamental message of uh, unity, uh, as an uh, you know the antithesis of Trump's politics, has animated Biden from the beginning, and he's ending with it. And Their media has been very agile and uh, they're producing it all internally Uh, and they're they've been very quick to turn it around. And I think they've been timely in turning it around in this general election campaign. So Dalin is not a guy who calls a lot of attention to himself, but I'm calling attention to him uh, for the job that he's done.
1: Now, unless he blows Florida, then I take it all back. Yes. <laughs> no, because that he delegated well. that
2: to you. He knew the RVAC people. <laughs> uh, were I there. will say
1: the only little granule, because I'm a fan, is I wish they'd done a little bit more in the economic plan. That's how mm. we closed Florida, the Biden economic plan, and mm. it it helped. Yeah, uh, in the clutch there.
2: On that subject, by the way, uh, the Trump campaign is coming late with, I think, fairly. Uh, you know, obviously aggressive, but probably effective ads uh, attacking Biden's economic program. But it's way, way too late. And he should be echoing that on the trail. But he, you know, he's too busy doing his kind of uh, stand up resentment deal. uh, And he takes it into weird direction everywhere he goes. So that message never gets out. Yeah, it's all therapy. All for the postmortems. All right, guys. We're all on the record now. Gibbs, land the plane here. Final thoughts and then... Two takeaways that I think
0: we'll be we'll spend some more time talking about. I think we're going to look post this election at a very different map than we've been used to over the last four or five cycles. You know, for instance, we, we've we've spent a lot of time in the last four or five races talking about places like Colorado and Virginia. Nobody even mentions them anymore. Yeah. I think we're going to look at the Sun Belt. We're going to look at the Arizonas, the Texases, the Georgias, the North Carolinas of the world, and give them a lot more uh, um, a lot more airtime because I think they're going to be real swing. Swing places. Even
2: though you wrote Georgia off. Huh? But yeah, go. <laughs>
0: no, I said Georgia was a
1: win. So you've got to take better well, notes. Well, the problem is if, and you guys don't believe it, but if we come back, that's not going to happen for free. Don't forget the special sauce of Donald J. Trump that, that kind of pushed it forward. No,
0: I agree. I don't disagree. But that leads to my second point, which is I think when we all look back and, and when all is said and done, this year was going to – this is remarkably bumpy. All this crazy stuff happened. But I think in reality we're going to look back and understand – Donald Trump lost this race in 2017 and 2018. Donald mm-hmm. Trump is exactly who we thought Donald Trump was.
2: No, I agree. And then COVID doubled down. Listen, man, we got to go, but we and you got to <laughs> save some shit for the and other side. And another time thing. Because I'm we just gotta, teasing we gotta, it for yeah. the
0: for the next thing. I'm not giving I'm my not giving All right, last thing, we'll
1: go out on this. See if you guys agree with me. Dear listeners, don't turn on the TV for a while on election night because the early graphs are going to scare
2: the shit out of you.
1: Nothing wrong with tuning in later.
2: Well some will scare you and some will exhilarate you unreasonably because the early right, vote right. in Florida California for yeah, will be yeah. tipping to Biden the early vote in several other states will be tipping to Biden the in-day vote will flow in his lead will dwindle it will become close don't pay attention to any of that just drink heavily and and wait for yeah. the end All right guys <laughs> we'll see you soon take care good night pace yourself